We are back with episode six of the Tobacco Pipe. <laughs> I am your host, Juice, and I caught Dupes napping again. What up, baby? Father Dupes giving you the pleasant things for your ears while you take pleasant poops. <laughs> and you got a Twitter, bro. Oh, yeah. Twitter's back. I, uh, I spent like basically the whole W game trying to set it up. Yeah. I missed a lot of it. Um, well, that, but you, yeah, you didn't miss much. But I don't know. It, it was one of those games. It was one of those games. Yes, it was a road game. I know they're struggling on the road right now, but I think people are over overplaying it a little bit. I mean, they're just they're trying to. They're they're all starting slowly to hit on all cylinders at home. That's why they're undefeated at home. They'll go ahead and just transfer their game to the red eventually. I mean, they're they're fine. They got Kansas. Okay, so they will have played Kansas by the time we talk on Wednesday, and then they have yeah. Baylor on Saturday. So we'll see. We'll see who they are. I think they can beat Kansas at home, but what they're saying, what you're saying with the road games, it is kind of, I don't know, not risky. But like, if they they need to start winning on the road because the whole tournament's going to be on the road, you know? Yeah, I mean, and uh, that's what I was telling GT yesterday. Though the beginning games in the beginning of the season, they were all neutral site games, and they they won right. all those games. So like, now, is I mean, I I have I kind of feel like they have more trouble on the road conference wise. That's what I said yesterday. And I agree a hundred percent. The Big Twelve yeah, is just a good basketball yeah, conference. Yeah, I feel like. When it's a non-conference team on the road, they don't have as much trouble at all. No. Um, well, and it's you I know mean, more than I do, though. Yeah, but no, it, you're 100 percent correct. It's one of those things where, you know, they, they're I, I don't know how to explain it because our team is very very young, but a lot of arenas in the Big Twelve when you go in there, dude. It I mean, it's loud. It's loud. You go into a hostile environment almost everywhere you go. Yeah. Whereas if you're going in and playing a Let's use Rhode Island, for example, because they did it in the past. You know, Rhode Island's not coming out to hate on WVU. Right. They're just coming to, oh, cool, different teams here. I'm, dude, I'm telling you, though, uh, Dr. Doolittle from Oklahoma, he's a dog. Dude, he, <laughs> he's a force to be reckoned with. And he was tall, too. He he was a big boy. Dude, honestly, he almost <laughs> single-handedly beat him. Not really, but like. Well, I mean, he kind of did. He, he had was like balling. a third of their points. Yeah, I mean, if, if he didn't play a exceptional game, you know, it would have been a lot, probably a lot closer. And I imagine. What's uh, what was that dude with the Hitler stash? From oh, uh, Brady Manic. Oh my god, he was killing me the whole game. Just albino. Dude. I'm pretty sure he's only a sophomore too. Oh damn, really? Yeah, and he. I mean, he's got a good three point shot. Got a stroke for real. Kid's got a stroke, dude. But Chase is coming on too, though, bro. I love it, dude. It, dude, and they just they had a Huggins comment during the game, which I missed this completely. I must not have read it or what or said it, but I guess Huggins said that they wouldn't have their eighteen wins if it wasn't for Chase. Which yeah, is I sick. heard him say that. I heard which him say rips. That. What it. He didn't. How many points did he have? Left? Did, I only saw him hit that one three. I honestly can't even remember. Um, well, he had 14 points against Iowa State. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely feel like I can see a difference in his whole demeanor. Really, he, dude, he's he's playing with the swag. He's playing with the swag now, bro, and I like it. 
Look good, feel good, play good. Yeah, it's my motto. It's dude. got that nice fucking hair, bro. You know what I'm saying? That flow, it just gets you going, <laughs> man. Dude, um, no, nah, he does just have like uh, I don't know a certain demeanor about him. He looks a lot more confident. I agree. I guess you could say, um, dude. I know. I I saw um uh, a saying I liked a lot. Is it a sexual I, I forget on, no, no, on social media the other day, um, just because we talk about this stuff all the time. But yeah, yeah. it said, to go wrong in one's own way is better than to go right in someone else's. That's a fact. And I feel like that just completely hit like what we try to talk about all the time. Just you know, being yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'd, what, rather, what? I'd rather do my do my own thing and learn through failure than exactly. Damn, I was just gonna say that you motherfucker. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like I, I'd rather do it my way and fail and learn my way than than try to be someone I'm not. That's right. basically what that quote says. I think. I mean, you can do all as many things as you want to do, right? I mean, what where is it going to lead you when? Uh, the right things are for the wrong reason. Dude, you are literally like a prophet. Over I'm here, not. Bro. I'm really not. Your <laughs> beard and your hair, you're speaking to me right now. You are, you are, you're giving me some energy, bro, and I'm just going to take it and run with it. Well, a little secret is like, oh, I'm not a prophet. As I'm, <laughs> as I'm going through my sentences, I'm like stumbling over them in my mind. Like, so hopefully this comes out right. So, dude, <laughs> but. Okay, it's funny that you've said that because I've recently thought that too. When we do these podcasts, before we do these podcasts, I, I sit here right before we hit record and I'm like, what am I going to say? Like, yeah. I, it's so, I don't formulate full sentences before I start talking. I just start speaking and things just come out in order, hopefully. Honestly, like, before we do it, like, I have no clue. What we're going to talk about. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I just sit down and hope it goes well. I mean, luckily it has been. but Dude, and it's, it's crazy. You know, you have, to, you have to copy the model that works. KFC and Fights just talked about how in the very beginning they would go in with notes and prepare and have points. And it, it's nice sometimes to have a couple bullet points to yeah. reel you in if, if you kind of stumble off pace. But most of the, mostly, like, they said that they would outline everything and all that shit is what I took from it. And now they're just like, just go in and you sit down and you turn it on and you just hit record. Because everything you're going to say is going to be the same exact thing if you were just talking without mics. And it's so true. Right. And I mean, I feel, I feel like it is, like you said, to have, like, two, three, four little yeah, things yeah. Just, just to touch on. But, like, for the most part i think it's better to just be it's more authentic i guess you could say just going going from your head um doesn't feel robotic or forced right right and i mean i feel like with this type of stuff it's supposed to be like more just casual conversation not like a planned interview or yeah. something like well, that well and that's why that's why i like that it works for us as like a juice box hole and i think it's why we have fun because I don't know. I feel, I mean, Tig just kind of came into the circle, but he he fit perfectly to where we can all just sit down and have a conversation. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some people, some people just can't sit down and have a conversation. It just seems like forced chitter chatter. Right. And I think that's why it works for all of us because we can just sit here and regardless if the mics are in front of us or not, we, we can put together an intellectual conversation where you want to interject your views. And I don't know if it, whether it be on purpose or not, I feel like it was like an accidental, like, true group got together. And I feel like that's why conversations flow a lot better. Because, like, I mean, like I said, I don't think it was on purpose at all. It just happened. Like, it just happened. Everyone, like, is on the same wavelength. And, and I'm on such a new mental vibe after I watched Mike Studd's podcast. And he just had this dude on there. Um He's called his name's Charlie the Rocket is his nickname. And uh he was like Travis Porter's manager and all these college rap managers that we used to listen to when we were Dewey seeing- Mac? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Not like no college wasn't the right word. All the stripper anthems, I okay. mean. Because he's from Hotlanta. Okay. And then he became an Iron Man athlete, a Nike athlete or whatever. And his whole thing that he talked about with Mike Studd was about quantum physics and like the quantum like vibes and energies and all that stuff about feeling all that shit i thought we were talking about space for a second we're not getting scientific in this bitch i'm talking about he he said now he just lives his life off vibes and he can connect things like well this is why this happened at this age because it was going to lead me to this point i got you and all that stuff and it it is kind of crazy when you think about how it all just it all just falls into place, so what are we what are we always stressing for? Well, I think I have like over the years kind of gotten into that like I don't know like not like it's a headspace. Yeah, I guess like you kind of just like accidentally notice like certain things led to other little things that are happening. Yeah, and like like at first I was like nah. Like it, 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 shit just happens. But like, I, I definitely feel like lately I've been picking up on little things. Like for like my job now, for instance, now yeah. like I wouldn't like I never thought of it before when I was younger. And like, I feel like me doing worse at other things and like keep trying all these other things let just led me to stumble upon trying this other thing. Exactly. I, I mean. You, I don't know. You, you put yourself out of the comfort zone, and yeah. now you're enjoying the feeling of keep putting yourself out of your uncomfort yeah. zone. Yeah, and I feel that I definitely, and that's why I always say, like, get get out of your comfort zone, because I would have never, like, been where I'm at now without, if I would have stayed doing what I'm comfortable with all the time in, like, your safe environment. Yeah. Safe in quotes. No, dude, I, 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 I 100% agree, and that's why it was big for, for me to – for us to start this and then we're going to have our website here soon www.thejuiceboxpod.com just pod i said progress progress fuck. <laughs> fuck but yeah juiceboxpod.com and then you know i'll be able to start incorporating my writing everybody will be able to incorporate their writing and i feel like everybody has their own writing ways and how they how they uh try to portray things and i don't know i think it'll be another element to where people can get to know us more and just realize that this this is stuff that we normally would want to do anyways and now right. we're just doing it together right i honestly i feel like that's like another thing that i'm not 
sounding like hockey or like conceit or anything. But I feel conceited like, <laughs> fuck. I feel like that's like a, another reason why it's going better, I guess, or good so far is just because it is just like real conversations. That's it. I mean, but. Um, Sitting here shooting the shit, and now fucking Tiggs got me addicted to the COD League. <laughs> I know, dude. I, I keep trying to turn my head away from the TV right now <laughs> so I don't get distracted. I love it. Yeah, dude. so for everybody that home I, that doesn't know about this, it's a uh, – t- how many teams are in it, Tig? There's 12 it's, – it's literally a we, – we touched on it on the juice box, but if you didn't hear, it's literally a 12-team major league Call of Duty League. And these guys, these teams are just playing each other. They go to their own cities, and it's fucking wicked, bro. It's awesome. I mean, it's wicked. And then the segue into that, what was your XFL take, bro? Dude, it's sweet. I I was upset the first time when it got shut down just because I I love the NFL and everything, but it's like a nice little, I don't know, like different perspective or different way of going about professional football 100 and i love how like they've incorporated with like everyone being mic'd up and they got all the gambling stuff on the screen and dallas renegades are going all the way they're going to win the championship and oh, bro. even the, i i did i saw it today or yesterday landry jones isn't going to start Who's their quarterback? It's, I forget his name. He's like the number three string they have. I guess somehow he took the spot. I, I, I don't know if Landry got hurt. or. Dude, I think my quarterback for the Tampa Bay Vipers is Aaron Murray from Georgia, I believe, is their okay. quarterback. Okay. Dude, I, I don't He's know. tough. It, it's a hot take. Like, it is a big hot take to just sit here and say that the XFL – is going to make it because you think the NFL just dominates football in general. That's why the arena football leagues died. That's why the NFL just kind of has reigned supreme in the football space right. for so long. I think this league's going to work because it, it changes the rules a little bit, like the one, two, and three point. That, that I love that. And I like the kickoff and kick returns are crazy. Insane. Like, it's good. I mean, for the kicking team, I guess it kind of takes away from their like running start they have because well, they're like thirty, forty yards in front of the kicker. Yep. Like they're basically at like the forty, the catching team's forty, thirty yard line, and like as soon as he catches it, he has dudes in his face, and <laughs> like that is wild, dude. Dude, and we're gonna give credit where credit is due here on the tobacco pipe. Back in 2018, the XFL tweeted, if you were the XFL commissioner, what rules would you institute for extra point attempts? Our guy, at Just Too Saucy, better known as Michael Vegas, tweeted back, at the XFL and Oliver Luck. This is in 2018, by the way. June 28th of 2018. Teams get to pick from either extra point kick, two-point conversion, or three-point conversion. He gave them that idea. Yeah. Which is crazy. They would have never, ever, ever thought of that unless they didn't see that tweet. And that, uh, was, that was in 2018 when – that remember, that was two I'm, years ago. I'm not taking away credit, but I will say, I mean, there is a chance they would have thought about Bro, it. Bro, no. But, but I, I do think that gave them the idea. I that, will say that. That is such like a different way of thinking for football, though. Oh, and th- not to honestly, be able to kick it. I mean, they can't kick it. He was yeah, wrong on that aspect. Yeah, but you I have to run a play. That. 
And that, honestly, that's when we turned the game on yesterday. It was like nineteen nineteen. I was like, well, that's an odd score. Like normally, yeah, normally it's in increments of seven because let's be real, extra points are just like a given most of the time. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I do like that. It involves more skill, in my opinion. Like think of it, it comes down to like a one or a tie game or a one point game. It's not just an e- easy extra point to win the game. You, ha- like you, yeah. you got to run a real play, which is awesome. Dude, and it's sick to think you can come, like, you can get three points. So if you're down by yeah. two, you can still yeah, win the game at wild, the end. wild, dude. If you score the touchdown. I mean, it's not an easy conversion either. Ten yards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ten yards for the three. It's like first and goal from the ten. And like, uh, Yeah, What what is it? It's like the two... I want to say seven like, and ten or two five and ten. I want to say two five and ten. Yeah, that's what it looked like. I didn't actually look it up. Let me backpedal a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. still talking about the XFL. Yeah, but Philip Nelson is going to be the starting quarterback for the Renegades. Landry Jones was hurt, but he got cleared to play, and they named Philip Nelson the starter because limited reps for Landry Jones, which makes sense. Yeah. So but it's, I expect him to come back as the starter. That's wicked, though. That I mean, he it, it, it wasn't a good NFL quarterback, but he's played in the NFL. That's yeah. wild that they're still not like, okay, dude, you're playing. Well, I kind of like it, dude. Like everything about this league is like making me think. Like I don't know, you gotta like that. Like you gotta show like that you're going. You can do it. Like we're just not going to give you the spot. Yeah, yeah. I, I like is your that. head coach? Uh, Bob Stoops? Yeah, Bob Stoops. That's I like that, too. That's one of the main reasons uh, I, I picked them as my team because he's a good coach. He's a hell of a football coach. Let's be real. Like, coaches are a huge part, especially, like, I'm not down-talking any other coaches, but, I mean, like, you got – I mean, he's an experienced, proven coach, and, like, I'm not saying other teams don't have him, but, like, a lot of the teams – don't. Which is wild. Another one because Seattle has Jim Zorn, which yeah. is a name you haven't heard in a while. They were supposed to suck. Like the line was like nine and a half. They kept it close the entire oh, yeah. game. Oh yeah. So that's why to piggyback off you, coaching is definitely DC one, didn't they? Yeah. I think I think coming into the season, either like I I, I saw on a couple other couple different websites that uh, DC was the favorite and renegades were two and then renegades were the favorite and dc was still damn and i want to say like dc like their logo and like everything about them for some reason like really brings a soccer vibe to me no i, like, I their feel logo it. is that shield it almost looks like you stick an fc on there and it's a yeah it's a soccer team. yeah and the, the fucking the team jt likes the roughnecks i think they're from la and sean houston, houston. oh houston yeah. houston houston my fault and Sean Oakman, who played for Baylor and just played for our arena football team, the Rough Riders, dude, that, had a sack last night. That dude is a monster. He had a sack last night, Have bro. you, like, seen him? Yes, he's huge. I, dude, he, he's, like, as big as his table. I, I remember I used to look up pictures of him, like, when he was at Baylor, just like, look at this fucking Dude, he was ripped. Gorilla. Like, he is huge. And then the whole take or the view of – being able to listen to conversation yeah. between coaches, quarterback, refs, all that. I mean, that's incredible. I love, like, they show, like, the offensive and defensive coordinator calling plays, and you can hear what the play is. My only thing is, I said it to you yesterday, um, 
let's say like teams are watching film and stuff, they're looking at their formations and whatnot. They can bring up like recordings of like the live games on TV and like hear the coach say that play, and they're like, yeah. "All right, if they're in this formation and this dude goes in motion this way, like the ball is coming here." Well, yeah, so that could come back to bite them in the ass. But I do love it. They'll probably have to probably change them. Yeah, I imagine. I mean. You'd think. It's kind of crazy. I feel like someone would have said something about that by now, R- really, because, I mean, unless I, – I know, like, that's not going to give you 100% what the play is going to be or where the ball is going, but it gives you, like, a huge advantage, I would think. Well, Tooch also, the order of the words probably matters, too. Yeah, yeah. So, I, but I 100% understand what yeah. you're saying. I mean, it – like I said, though, it it is just an awesome idea because, like like you were saying yesterday, like if you're a real big, like, football mind person and stuff, it's just awesome, like, hearing them call these plays. It's incredible. You can all, like, and if you really know a lot about football, you're like, oh, I know what this, where the ball is exactly. going. I know what this play is going to Ex- be. And that's what's cool, like, the words for the routes and things like that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, when they had the review. And the refs were talking. They were watching the footage, and he's like, "Are you good with that? Are you sure?" And they, he was I didn't like, "See that?" He was like, "Hold on, let me look at it again." Like you could hear it in their voice. They're like, "We know everyone's listening to us, so we have to make the call <laughs> because now they can see and hear our conversation." Dude, it's great. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy they're back. Really, um, and all, I just, I just like the, like, so it's just nice to get away from the NFL. Every now and then, like I said, I love the NFL, but a lot of the times, like, all the rules are implementing stuff kind of, I don't know, pisses me off a little bit just because it's gotten a little too soft. And I feel like the XFL still has a lot of that stuff, but I feel like it's a little more lenient. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, if if the NFL is smart, they will embrace the XFL. Yeah, I agree. I agree that, like, make it into, like, a little farm league or minor league I team. think the worst thing the NFL can do league. is just kind of, like, throw shade or, like, play it off or anything like that because, yeah. I don't know, all the XFL would have to do is get the president, Dave Portnoy, involved, and I, For real. I mean, the league could just take it. Any, anyone that buys or any – yeah, anyone that Barstool, like, buys or becomes a part of, I just feel like they blow up. To the myth. <laughs> like – they it's they a just given. they just sponsored a eighteen year old girl in the NASCAR series. Yeah, I know the Arc Arc series or Arca, whatever it's called. She, did, she came I in like, second. I was going to say last time I saw she was in third place. She literally finished second. That's awesome. She's dude. eighteen. Well, it's and it's all because Barstool sponsored her. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's because Dave Portnoy's the fucking go. But dude, what else is going on, man? What's happening? Um. You know, not, nothing at all. I'm still just hanging out, waiting on work. And honestly, I, f- I think I might try to go work down the restaurant a little bit. Um, what if you never work again? <laughs> I doubt that will happen. But <laughs> honestly, I would be miserable. Like all these people say, um, you know, like how, how awesome it would be to like make this amount of money to never have to work again stuff. I'm always one of those people that say like I would at least work like two to three times a week because I get bored out of yeah. my mind. Sitting everywhere is kind of boring for sure. Uh, I think it's starting to take a toll on me. Like really, uh, like mentally or physically? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, so both. What, well, so both. What, what do you? What's different? Like 
like this weekend like normally i want i want to come hang out and stuff and like dude i just like did not want to get up for some reason like i was like in this funk i did not feel like myself i just i was it was almost like i was like scared to get up off the couch and and like come come over just to hang out and uh i definitely like physically i just like i just feel like a blob like i need to go do something um well, I mean, I, I, I can see what you're saying because there are some times where if you just get lazy, like after work or even if you have like a long vacation holiday, it's so hard to get back into the rhythm of just go, go, I know, go. dude. Like, honestly, like, it's weird. Like, Saturday, I was, like, getting crazy anxiety. Like, I wanted to go do something, but, like, it was just holding me home, <laughs> like, by myself. Yeah. Which is well, not good. But. The beautiful weather outside definitely had a play, too. Oh, dude. It's gorgeous I'm, out right now, man. I'm so happy we got a good snow, and I'm like, I hate that it's melting right now. I, know, I love dude. the snow so much. And Are we supposed to get any more? I, I haven't think looked. We're supposed to. Um, I don't think so, but I haven't looked. And, like, when you when you texted me, you were like, the roads are terrible anyways, because I said I was staying home. I, was, I, literally, I meant it where I was like, I literally love driving on those roads. Like, dude, it's dangerous, but I fucking love it. Ever since, ever since I've had the Forerunner Tacoma combo, I've only got to kick it into four wheel drive. Truly, yeah, I never had to do it in my Forerunner, and I I had to do it one time in my Tacoma, and I just coasted. It, yeah. it, it was when there was a there was a huge snow. Maybe it was 2018 in like February where we got like a shitload of inches and of course enterprise <laughs> didn't close so i had to go to work and i just kicked it in four-wheel drive 45 you know on the interstate i was loving my life bro snow everywhere you're just like yeah baby how, how many inches is a shitload of inches <laughs> dude <laughs> sh- there was a shitload of inches outside yeah but uh honestly i i really when i had my forerunner i like never put it in four-wheel drive but when I I have once like due to snow in my Tacoma and it was actually this weekend I, or yesterday maybe I went up to my parents and like on the way up up the hill I didn't have to or nothing I I just cruised up there but because like their road was covered in snow and ice yeah uh, it's uh, like up past Ogilvy Falls and um but on the way down I didn't have to I was just being extra safe like I put it in four wheel drive just in case I started sliding or something the mechanical <laughs> moves of the front wheels would get me back on track but damn enough of this technical four wheel drive stuff yeah I, I i don't know so what what else is happening in your in the world of doopies in the world of do i'm telling you dude it is very boring right now actually i need to get back on my xbox game i i just been watching tv i i just re-downloaded disney plus because i i got that Three and one deal. I got okay. like the Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twelve ninety nine a month, dude. That that is a steal. So when you things. have Hulu without live TV, do you just get the originals, or do they still have movies? And no, stuff on no, there? They, they they still have like shows from other channels and everything. It's just like you you might like some of them you might not get right away. Like uh, I think like with the live TV, like the show Vikings, for instance. Yeah feel like when you have the live tv i'm pretty sure you can watch it like right when it's released okay i could be wrong but like 
without it, you got to wait like maybe a day or two or something after it was released for them to put it on there, which kind of is a, a burden sometimes. But I mean, it's not that bad. I I just get impatient. <clears throat> I love, dude. I love the Vikings show. And I've never seen it. I need to watch it. This though. this is the last season. The mid season finale has me like pissed for real. Like someone. Like I don't honestly, I don't think he's dead because it's the first isn't is not the first time it happened to him. But like, I'm not gonna say who because I don't want to spoil it for anyone that does watch it. But Spoiler. this dude got got dude. He was murking dudes like straight up, just spinning around, slice, slice, dice, fuck you. Ugh. And dude, he turned around, grabbed this dude by his shoulder, lifted him up, slammed him down, just axed him right in the chest, and right as he stands back up, someone stabs him in the gut, and he's laying there and. It look it looks very dreary, dreary. Yeah, uh, but I have a feeling he's still alive because I know the history of Vikings. I know they were never conquered. So yeah, right. <laughs> he's still kicking. Someone's kicking, dude. So I have a question for you. Well, we can hop back into like our mental space here. Why do you think there is a difference between your mental space when it's cold and snowy versus when it's hot and sunny? Like, why do you think our minds, because there definitely is such thing as seasonal there depression. Is. And why, I, I don't, I kind of don't understand why people get that way. I, I mean, I don't know any, like, definite answers to it. Well, dude, but, we're not scientists or doctors here. I, I will say, I think a, a part of it has to do, like, with real warm, sunny weather, say, being at the beach, for instance, like, Great place. As soon as you walk outside, you like your body just feels loose and like I don't know, like the warmth loosens you up. You're ready to go and like when it's when it's cold and snowy, I feel it's almost like the concept of heat makes stuff expand and cold makes stuff shrink. Like okay. When you're in the cold, um, it, I don't, it's kind of like you just want to bundle up and not move and. Dude, Not so are we anything. going against are we going against the grain right now? Because with your theory, technically our creative minds would be shrunk since it's cold outside <laughs> and we're still breaking out of the box. So I mean, are we just aliens? I don't know. I mean, I feel like it comes with practice. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could say. Well, on on episode twenty four of the juice box, episode twenty four, the great white, we talked about how JT which is out now, by the way. You can listen to it. <laughs> we talked about how JT had a funny joking theory that aliens and chimpanzees fucked, and that's how we became what humans the on the fuck, earth. Dude, how the hell did that come up? We were talking about uh, we we were going in talking about how things were burning, which led into animals, and then we got into like deep water and space, and then JT just out of left field said that I don't know, but I kind of. I kind of uh kind of can understand the theory. I do want to say I believe there's some type of intelligent life out there and you're naive I've, if you don't think so. I know, dude, like for real, it's there's way too much shit out there to not believe it and like I guess at the end of the day like they could have maybe just like got some chimps and probed them. Yeah, <laughs> <or> right. <something. laughs> but well, I I think too what's helping me 
be like a more positive person because it is February. It's cold. Haven't even got to see my positivity kick when it's sunny and yeah. hot yet. So we'll see how it goes. But oh, dude, I I, I kind of feel like too like we're kind of just used to being out in the cold. I work outside in the cold a lot, mm-hmm. and you gotta go around the cold a lot to different yeah. stores and stuff. Maybe some uh, people are just like m- more used to it. Maybe. Than other people. Yeah, and I, I honestly, I feel like this year it hasn't affected me, like seasonal depression as much as any other year. And I don't know if that's just because I've been out in it more or it's what. Because of us, baby. Yeah, I, I. Well, how did you all say of us that? being together has literally been incredible. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely think like have, like having positive people around you definitely helps too. And now that you say that, that's probably definitely a big factor if you're sitting. By yourself alone in your house in the cold, like, yeah, you're not going to want to go do anything. Yeah. And, too, I feel like all of us, we're very open-minded to things. Yeah. We all have our definite opinions, but we do always, always, always hear each other out, whether we go that route or not. We're we're very open-minded. Yeah. Which is very relaxing because... That does help you stir conversation. That's why I think we have so much fun doing this and we're we're kind of good at it because we can just you can go back and forth without just being like no dude you're wrong yeah you're um, wrong bro um i mean it's either like yeah we agree or we agree to disagree and that's where we leave it it's not i mean there's no point arguing about it but yeah it just makes it nice i yeah. don't know it, it it's it's just more it, it makes it easier to like voice your opinion when you know someone's not, no, you're fucking wrong. Like, yeah, you, dude. And I, dude, I feel like today I'm just struggling as a whole because I got a kink in my neck, man. <laughs> that bitch is not going away. And I sometimes <laughs> I I told you this over text, but I go, I googled why is my body always sore? Like I mean, the older I get, I'm just <laughs> you like, did oh, tell me that. fuck, dude. I have noticed that. Like I've just been getting so like tired and sore, like. Especially this past weekend, like, I just was exhausted yeah. Friday night. And honestly, Saturday night, too, I could not keep my eyes open. Well, it doesn't uh, help that I'm a couch warrior either, though. Like, yeah. I love laying on the couch. And I think, I think like what I was saying earlier, um, I've kind of, like, the last week, week and a half, I've gotten away from my Xbox. And I think I need to get back on that Xbox, get my mind pumping a little bit. Dude, I'll get, I'll get back helps. in my flow. I swear, like, it, it, it works your mind out and like i need i want to get call of duty and i need to get back on the Fortnite, and maybe i can get some some twitch people watching me dude who knows maybe maybe if you switch to cod and you're you're good on on cod people might start watching i'm not trying to brag but like i used to be a dog at team deathmatch i swear i swear dude i like oh man if, I if you're know. really thinking like, about, I, I just used to be so good, and I suck now. If you're really thinking about buying it, I might get it, bro. Oh, I'm gonna get it. I'm 100 percent gonna get it. I just need to get a little more memory on that. I mean, honestly, I'll probably get it before I get more memory on my Xbox because I can always, once I do get a hard drive, I can always bounce them over. Absolutely. That. And when I when I reinstall them, I still have all my memory from the game, so it's really not that big of a deal. Um, I want to get that. And I want to get Red Dead Redemption. Um, dude, it's weird when I play these open world games like Assassin's Creed. 
Red Dead, for example. I swear, I get into my own little world, and it's like, the best. I swear, like I'm living in that world, dude. Like when I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey, like I was in heaven because I love like ancient Greece and ancient Rome, and like, like I was just a badass mercenary, just fucking killing the game, grandson of Leonidas. <laughs> I, I had his spear and like, oh man. Dude, and that's why video games are wild. I heard an insane, it's not really a stat, but I guess it's just a fact. I don't know how to say his last name. The dude from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Rob McLarenny, McLarenny or whatever. He said that the GTA franchise as a whole has made more money than Star Wars as a whole. Oh, I believe and it, like, dude. Oh, but isn't why don't we know I, that's why i'm happy video games are coming to light because i mean those people put in hours and shit just like filmmakers or tv yeah. makers do i feel like it can be a little bit of a slippery slope sometimes to where like you just absolutely live in that world and you don't live in the real world at all but like if you like can who like, wants to live in the real that world, way bro? to bounce back and forth like it is just like magical i swear and GTA is like, I 100% believe that stat, fact, whatever, because they have just gotten off the wall with the online play. Like, you can literally do whatever you want, yeah. whatever you want. And it's like, they have a casino in it now. I literally go in that casino and play blackjack. That is crazy. Like, literally, you buy chips, you play blackjack, you win chips, cash them in for money. It's nuts. You can play that, like Texas Hold'em. There's slot games. There's horse races. People are probably laundering mad, mad money through GTA. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you? I don't know how you. Oh yeah, you could like your drug money or whatever. Use it to buy some money on GTA, and but I don't know how you're gonna get that money back because it's yeah, not real money. You're Dude, look at this London crowd going crazy because this shit's about. Dude, to Dude, I'm telling you, esports is like. Look at these people. It's literally turning into like. A huge, like, professional atmosphere. It's crazy. Well, that's what me and Tig were just talking about because I asked him, I said, with all with the COD League, how they have their own uh, country or their own, like, states and all that, will there be that for other games? And he said, probably not, just because this game, you you play on teams. Yeah. It's a big team thing, but you'll have companies that'll have, like, Fortnite players. I was just gonna say. Like he said Rocket League, which I Rocket League's dope. I I just saw it just right. I I game. never I haven't played in a long time, but it is addicting, dude. Like you're just driving around this little RC car playing soccer, basically with the RC car. Um, and like you you just said Fortnite. I definitely think like you there's a lot of team playing Fortnite. You could probably do it with that. I don't True, know. True, you could do it with squads. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I mean. I mean, every now and then they'll throw different game modes in, too. I, I, I'd like to see Fortnite. I mean, it'll be harder, and they'd have to make, like, different little arena maps or something, but, like, see them getting to, like, capture the flag and stuff like that. I think it would yeah. be – and especially, like, the domination part or, like, search and destroy, I think that would be really cool because, like, Fortnite, you, you build stuff, and, like, yep. you could literally build a huge fort around your area That or is true, man. I think it could – get really neat um and it gives it gives kids or whatever who something to do in a relatively safe environment 
I'm I'm just gonna go out there and say that too. I mean, I actually never I've never even thought of it from that perspective, but it is true. I mean, if you are a parent and your kids get at playing video games, at least you know he's sitting in his room or in his living room at his house and not out. Yeah, getting in trouble. Like, how you can uh, make money off that shit. Like we were just talking about uh, Aaron Hernandez. He was a professional athlete and hung out with the wrong crowd. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the people game. You feel for him though. You have I sympathy know. for him. And speaking of him. I, like, call him a beautiful man, and <laughs> I, like, another beautiful man. I just started watching a, a newer season of one of his shows on Netflix, and he's, like, I have the biggest man crush on this dude. He's, Who? He's beautiful. Jason Momoa, dude. I what l- shows do you have on Netflix? Oh. Frontier. Oh, okay, it, they just came out with a new well, season? Well, uh, I, I watched season one, and like, there's season three just came out. It's never went back to in season two. I'm watching it now. And, like, dude, I'll tell you what. I love that guy. Like, he, really? He is gorgeous. I can see your pants get a little. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's a tent being pitched, Jeez. guys. Dude, so, really, I was telling GT, I've been having a lot of trouble lately finding shows that hold my attention yeah and one show that really always holds my attention and that comes back on thursdays narcos yeah the second season of mexico comes out and i don't know if it's because it's like a it's a true history aspect spin on a show and you see the dirtiness of the legends of the cartels and all that stuff but uh this is mexico so Season two of Mexico comes out Thursday, which is actually when this will drop. So I'm I'm looking forward to binging Dude, that whole season. I swear, like I know, like stuff like that, like it gets real gory and whatnot. But I swear, like people love it because I swear, like humans in general, and it might be messed up, but they love seeing that. We're shit. creatures, shit. We're, I swear, we're, we're animals, Look just at, like anybody else, bro. We love to see and and. We love to see yeah. that shit. Like the Romans with the gladiators and stuff. Like people talk about now, like it's this horrible thing and stuff. But like, let's be real. If you lived back then, your ass would have been in those bleachers. Fuck. Like, I yeah. swear, dude. Why like, why go it. why go see fucking Bob Dylan in concert when you can see Fred and Jerry chopping <laughs> each other's heads off with their giant swords dude, and all their why armor? Why do you think people love MMA so much? People just love seeing other people beat the hell out of with each other. Sean Shones got and that W last night. I wasn't worried about it, dude. Not a like. lot of people I haven't seen a replay of the fight, and I'll probably watch it on ESPN Plus. But a lot of people said that Reyes I heard that. Could have get. I mean, I, I guess he gave that. him a run for his money. Yeah, I, I they'll probably have a rematch. Um, speaking of true stories, though, have mm-hmm. you seen? Like, it's kind of not the same as Narcos, but it has to do with drugs, and it's kind of messed up. So, have you seen uh, White Boy Rick? Fuck, dude, White yes. Boy Rick is dope. Um, it's an insane story for a fifteen-year-old boy. It came out in twenty eighteen. So, spoiler alert, but. To put it in perspective, he sold drugs for the FBI. Well, like him and his dad was a licensed gun dealer. Okay, I forget. Yeah, but I he had this part. little business on the side where, like, he'd modify the guns and sell them to the big drug dealers in Detroit. And the one time he went and sold to like this basically kingpin of Detroit, and the FBI or whoever knew he was doing it, uh-huh. so they immediately picked him up and. Had him start to work for him. And uh, 
this kingpin like found out about him or whatever and he basically was like look i like you i'm gonna let it go but don't bring that shit around here at all like you think i made it this far without knowing i had moles i just know how to get around it like you can keep talking to him to keep him satisfied or whatever but you don't give him anything and yeah, he, yeah, yeah. And he was cool with that he went with that but uh i forget something happened to where like one of his boys called him like the drug dude one of his boys called him let him know that something was going on he was in trouble and watch who you're around and it was Rick didn't do anything. Like it really wasn't him, but that he still sent one of his young kids to go shoot him. Yeah. And then after that, like that him getting shot, that the that allowed the police to indict the drug dealer. And after that drug dealer went away, he uh Rick was like, Look, all these dudes are out of the way, Dad, we need money. Like I know he's. Uh, I know all the players, and I know their game. Let's he, let let me do it, Dad. He's like, <laughs> we can do this shit, Dad. Come on, and they, Dad. They did it, dude. Like did he he it. knew that connect from Miami, and like started smashing that dude's check. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he went through like eight kilos, and then like uh, Detroit PD arrested him. They tried to talk to the FBI. The FBI kind of fucked him. For the FBI real. fucked him big time. Yeah, like um. Like, they they turned him into that drug dealer, like, as an informant. And then, like, after all this stuff happened, he tried to go back and do it on his own. And, like, he still got arrested. And then the FBI was like, look, like, yeah, we kind of got you into this situation. You weren't supposed to keep doing it, but we introduced you to it. Like, all you got to do is help us get this big next big bust or whatever, and we'll do whatever we can to get you, like, acquitted or whatever. And so he did it. He busted that dude for him and everything. And what do you know? They still convicted him for life. Fucking assholes, like, bro. Yeah. They basically were just using him. And I know when it comes down to it, you're selling drugs, you did something wrong. I think he sold like eight kilos. Yeah, but dude, the government's gangsters too, bro. They they, they prostituted yeah. that they man out. They went back out. on their, they were like, well, yeah. we never had a contract. So. They prostituted that man out. They paid him to do something, even though they knew he was doing something wrong. And then they were like, oh, no. Yeah, I guess like he t- he did get out at like the age of like forty five or something. Is he out right now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the movie, they had like a recording of him talking. He's like, "Oh, oh man, yeah, you no idea." Like the weight lifted off your shoulders after being in jail for thirty years, thinking you're here for your life. But dude, it's nuts. Uh, I mean, he had a kid like with that one girl, and like the end of the movie. I, I always so forget sad, about the kid. Dude. It was so sad. Like towards the end of the movie, he's like talking to his sister and that kid through the glass and like he's trying to keep it together and there's just a tear rolling down his face. <laughs> like it's terrible. I don't know. Like I feel like that movie wasn't heavily advertised for either. No, it wasn't. Was it even in the movie theater? I don't know, honestly. Because I, I remember it came out. I saw McConaughey. I ended up buying it. Me and JT watched it for the first time. We were like, damn, this dude, it's nuts. sick. It's nuts. Um, another movie. I asked you about the other. I want to watch Peanut Butter Falcon now because Shia LaBeouf's Peanut the Butter man. Falcon. But Honey Boy. Have you seen Honey Boy? Shia LaBeouf wrote it about his own childhood. So this is a true story. Oh, he's playing his dad, right? Yeah, it's a true story about his childhood. And, like, his dad was kind of a monster, for real. Is it like, a good movie? Yes, it was an excellent movie. And, like, it's just, like, another one of those things. Like, this, ch- he was a big, like, up-and-coming child actor. And, like, his dad just still, like... 
his dad basically was using them for the money. Like he paid his dad to have his dad stay with him in L.A. Like that's fucked up. Yeah, that's very <laughs> um, fucked up. The, his dad was like a recovering alcoholic, all this stuff, like tried to rape his mom and stuff. And like, I don't know. It just like it, you, it's hard to explain. You got to watch the movie to see like his dad, like at first seems like a good dude. But as it goes on, you see like how crazy he, he can just snap. Like, Where'd you watch it on? Uh, it's on Amazon. Um, I'm pretty sure it's like an Amazon thing. Really? Yeah. Damn. Um, dude, it's great. And it's just another one of those things that goes to show you, like, when you come up in an environment like that, like, eventually, and you don't, like, talk about it, eventually you're going to explode. It's hard to break the mold. You become into that same yeah. person. Yeah. And, I mean, like, when Shia LaBeouf was younger and everything, like, no one... No one saw the, all the things he did coming from him, and like like I said, like eventually, he just blew up. I mean, <laughs> he just lost it. Yeah, and I don't know. It it is, it, it's hard to talk about too because you know some people don't have a chance. Well, I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. Some people do go against the grain and become big and all that and go go against the odds and all that bullshit. But a lot of people don't have a chance just because of where they start in life. Yeah. And yeah. it's and they can't even control that. Yeah. I mean, I really think, like, uh, Shia LaBeouf was kind of, like, one of those people. He Like, he kind of, at least from that movie, he kind of came up, like, in a terrible situation and like uh he still like was able to make it big and make all this money and stuff but it still came back to get him because like he really like it's almost like he thought nothing was wrong like in the movie like the his character and the dad's character have different names it's not actually his name okay um but like this main character goes into uh rehab and uh like the lady tells him like you have she's like what's wrong like why do you think you're here and he's he like rambles off like these three things like just being sarcastic thing he's like i'm a, I'm a something something with a inferiority complex what and she's like well like honestly like i read your test and like you have severe ptsd like from growing up with his dad and he's like That's he's crazy. like what the fuck are you talking about like i do not have ps ptsd and like Eventually, like, he comes to realize it, but, like, he was turning into his dad, like, just drinking all the time. And well, I know we talked about it on here, but his he stopped drinking while he was filming Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, really? Because he got, he got arrested, and the one, um, the one actor that's in it said, you know, what are you doing, Chai? Like, this is my big break. You're, you're ruining my life, and he yeah. hasn't drank since then. Yeah, I mean, dude, it was wild in the movie. Uh, like, you could just tell right off the bat. I know it's an actor acting, but, uh, like, he it starts out, and he's, like, in this shoot for some movie, and, like, it just has him walking through the set, and this dude just, like, does not look good overall. <laughs> like, really? He's, like, kind of, like, I don't know. He's just, like, the way he's walking and, like, grabbing his neck and stuff and then he gets in the trailer and he just like can't get his vest off and he just starts flipping out like he's rolling all over the floor and eventually like some girl walks in and gets it off for him and they hook up and like they're drinking a lot 
and uh, they go driving somewhere and get T-boned real bad. And I think that actually happened to Shia LaBeouf, didn't it? I, like, I don't. a bad car accident. I really don't know. Okay, so I could be wrong, but... Uh, <laughs> it could have, though. Way to fact check, John. Dude, but... <laughs> okay, one of the things that I just brought in from listening to us do this podcast and listening to everybody talk all the time, why do people including myself why do we say like so much when we're explaining something was i doing it a lot but everybody does it i know why i I why like why that word i kind of think it's a uh i'm i was about to say like i'm trying not to i think it's like uh i'm just gonna let it fly no no let it fly we all do it i think it's i really think it's like a um like a little pause. Is it a sentence filler? That and I, I think it, it's like that split second pause. Some people just need sometimes to get the words out of their head and through their mouth. You know what I mean? So like is just a it's a it's a uh, kind of like how you sneeze. No, not in how you sneeze. <laughs> I don't know. Bro. Where was that going? <laughs> it's it's just it's something that's became normal. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely normal. And, um, like I said, I really just think it's a filler for you to get that split second. Like, it's like you know what you were going to say, but you can't get it out of your mouth. Yeah. Like that split second to register, okay, now here's the rest. You know what I mean? You just say, like, oh, like. <laughs> like, I went to the bar this weekend and, like, uh, met yeah, this you keep dude saying. and, like, like um, and I we like how this flavor wings like, and yeah. they were like this good like. <laughs> Dude, is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, I touched on I think, all my points. I think. I mean, I think which was to get on the mic and have sex for your ears, boy. <laughs> you know, uh, we gotta give a shout out to the to the people that make it happen. You know. Yeah. Shout out to, I just want to thank all of our sponsors. And also, I would like to thank Audible. Audible is a place where you can go, sit down, plug in some earphones, and listen to a book. This day and age, nobody has time to sit down and fucking read a hardback book page by page, word by word. It's it's somewhere you can just escape, and you sit there and can listen to anything, kind of like this podcast, the Juicebox podcast. So visit www.audibletrial.com slash thejuicebox for a free 30-day trial today. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Sounds beautiful. Thank and you. I want to thank... My man Tig over here fact-checking for me. Shia LaBeouf did get in a bad car wreck 2008, leading to uh, rehab. Damn, that's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. It basically just goes to that story of his rehab. Yeah, no, but... The whole time he's in rehab, it's like flashing back to his childhood and like... I'm going to have to watch the movie in life. Dude, I'm telling you, it's wild. You should watch it. He ends up like hooking up with like some... She's got to be in her late teens or something maybe almost 20 like he's 12 years old he ends up like fucking this older like hispanic chick it's hilarious it's probably the chicken even stevens the dad walks in and he's like you fuck my son and she's like no 
you fucked your son. And it couldn't be truer. Like, it couldn't be more true. Damn. That's wild. But, Dupes, go ahead and plug yourself, bro. We'll wrap it on up here on this beautiful Sunday. All right, ladies and gents, you can get at me on Instagram and Twitter. Now Twitter. So find me. Uh, Father Dupes. Um, if I haven't followed you on Twitter, please do so to me because I have a hard time remembering everyone and I will follow you back. Uh, Snapchat is JD Dupes, D U P S, for those of you that don't know how to spell the coolest nickname in the world. And um, my Twitch account is JD Duplaga, D U P L A G A. I'm done. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JuiceBoxStraw underscore. That is at JuiceBoxStraw underscore. You now can be able to access our new website, www.thejuiceboxpod.com. You'll have blogs by hopefully all of us about everything and anything under the sun. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. So you can hear our voices and when we have thoughts, when we can't just hop on a mic and drop something, we can go ahead and bring it to you that way. I'm going to be in there like swimwear. Oh, my God. I'm going to be in that thing. But, yeah, man. All right. Hey, man. I appreciate it, dude. Until next time. I appreciate you. Bye. Bye.